Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here flying solo, bringing you the latest in the rock world this week of Friday, May 22nd, Season 2, Episode number 19 here. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about a lot of tour cancellations, unfortunately, from bands like Guns N' Roses, Green Day, The Black Crows, Deftones, and more. It was a huge week for that. Plus details on the first socially distanced concert that happened in America last week. It was kind of crazy. I'll let you know what, what the requirements were and all that. Roger Waters is claiming he cannot use Pink Floyd's official website that David Gilmore has somehow locked him out. Won't let him have access to it. We'll talk about that. Bullet for My Valentine is working on a new album. And also, Stabbing Westward is going to release their first new album in over 20 years with their original producer. Plus, on this day in music history trivia, weekly WTF and more. We'll get to all that. Hopefully, you guys are doing well this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, this week, we got some new releases that came out on Friday from Badly Drawn Boy, Indigo Girls, Steve Earle and the Dukes. The 1975 Woods and the Airborne Toxic event all have new albums out. So if you're interested, check those out. Some tour news, unfortunately, a bunch of cancellations this week. Uh, the official tours uh, for Bush, Theory of a Dead Man, Corey Marks, St. Asonia, and Breaking Benjamin have been canceled. That was scheduled to kick off July 15th in Virginia. Um, also, Incubus, 311, and Bad Flower were set to go on a tour. That has been canceled. Nickelback's All the Right Reasons 15th Anniversary Tour with Stone Temple Pilots has also been canceled. Meanwhile, Deftones having to postpone their summer trek with Gojira and Poppy. Guns N' Roses having to postpone their entire summer stadium trek for North America. Uh, that was set to kick off on July 4th. Uh, very unfortunate, man. Also another tour cancellation. The Black Crows pushing back their reunion tour to 2021. That was set to kick off June 17th doesn't look like that's happening also another major tour cancellation from the hella mega tour that was green day fallout boy and weezer they have uh, postponed it uh till 2021 that was due to kick off in june very unfortunate man lots of tours uh just being canceled uh disturbs uh sickness 20th anniversary tour that's one i forgot to mention as well that was canceled just unfortunate um but if you guys got tickets to any of those shows check out livenation.com slash refund and they have all the details on how you guys can go about either getting a refund, 150% towards another event, or you can hold on to your tickets and they'll be good for the rescheduled date. All right, some rock news this week. One of the first stories that I saw this week was uh, that Roger Waters was pissed off at David Gilmore over the Pink Floyd ownership of the website. <laughs> Roger Waters, uh, okay, so let's get to it. Uh, prior to the pandemic global lockdown, the surviving members of Pink Floyd held a peace summit to discuss a re-release of their 1977 album, Animals. They were trying to like, you know, hey, let's find a way. I know we're not the best, you know, amicable people here, but let's try and find a way to do this for the fans. So other issues that have uh, caused long inner band tensions, uh, things didn't go as planned. However, Roger Waters seemed to insinuate that drummer Nick Mason sided with David Gilmour, and he says, quote, I actually, I actually suggested going Democratic. I said, why don't we just have a vote? 
There's only three of us. No, no, they wouldn't have that. God knows why. Waters recounted in a recent interview with Rolling Stone. He said the experience reminded him of why he left Pink Floyd in the first place and quickly dismissed the idea of a post-COVID reunion as something that would, quote, be fucking awful, he added. Why would I trade my liberty for those chains? No fucking way. That's Roger Waters saying that. Uh, he w- uh, Well, it seems things have managed to get worse since then. Over the weekend, Roger Waters released his latest in a string of socially distanced performance videos. However, much like his previous videos, Waters' performance of Pink Floyd's mother received no mention on the band's website or social media channel. He says, quote, It does bring up the question of why is this video not available on a website that calls itself the Pink Floyd website? That's a very good point, I gotta say, uh, from Roger Waters. Uh, He remarked in a response video that he uploaded on Monday this week. Uh, He said, quote, well, the answer to that is nothing uh, is because nothing from me is on the website. I am banned by David Gilmore from the website, end quote. Roger Waters went on to relay additional details about the failed peace summit. He says, quote, about a year ago, I convened a sort of Camp David for the surviving members of Pink Floyd at a hotel at the airport in London, where I proposed all kinds of measures to get past this awful impasse that we have and predicament that we find ourselves in. It bore no fruit, I'm sorry to say. I suggested that because whoever the 30 million of you who are out there subscribing to the webpage, that you should do it because the body of work of the five of us created, that's Sid, me, Rick, Nick, and David over a number of years. And in consequence, it seems to me that 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 would be fair and if we should correct this equal process to share all of our projects, end quote. So there you go. It's a bunch of bad blood there between David Gilmore and Roger Waters, and it doesn't look like it's getting any better. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> Thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right. And the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals? Like sugar? Sure. And remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, mean, like, 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 deep deep down? down? Really reach in there, you know, think about it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today.
All right, so they had the first socially distant concert in America this week on Monday. It was Travis McCready's show in Arkansas, and it provided a preview of what could be the new normal. So here's the deal. It took place in Arkansas. Uh, health experts have predicted that shows won't be able to return until fall 2021, but that didn't stop Bishop Gunn singer-guitarist uh, Travis McCready from being the first artist to experiment with the format last uh, on Monday night, Temple Live in Fort Smith, uh, Arkansas. So what they did, they had restrictions placed through all the venue. The allowed capacity was cut down from 1,000 people to just 200, and all attendees were kept six feet apart, whether by official tape or specific group seating. Additionally, concert goers had to have their temperatures taken upon arrival and were required to wear masks at all times. So there you go. That's what the first concert of America looks like uh, after this pandemic stuff. I hope that's not the standard going forward, but... I guess only time will tell, right? Uh, speaking of the pandemic and music, Hailstorm's Lizzie Hale is urging fans to take it seriously. Uh, she wrote on Instagram, quote, I get why everyone is excited about some states reopening right now, in my opinion, without a vaccine. This is like opening up a designated section of a public pool for pissing, end quote. So I don't know. I think she's got a point in a way, uh, but at the same time, a little extreme. Uh, just be cautious out there, guys, when you start going out there and doing all this stuff. Uh, Metallica's news. Metallica looks like they are going to start celebrating the band's 40th anniversary coming up next year. Uh, 40 effing years. Yeah, it's crazy. All those cliches about age is just a state of mind, but there's definitely a part of me that still feels like all the best years are ahead of us. That's Lars Ulrich from Metallica talking about the 40th anniversary. And they're also planning a, a 100th bat, uh, excuse me, a 100th batch celebration of the band's whiskey with a box set. It's going to be coming out with vinyl, believe it or not. It's going to have two 12-inch vinyl picture discs of the custom Metallica playlist that was apparently used in the finishing process of the whiskey. They, like, played the music really loud. It vibrates it and supposedly adds some kind of character to the whiskey. So there you go. Uh, that's going to be coming out, uh, I don't know when. Uh, looks like later this year. So there you go. My Chemical Romance reunion is just on pause, according to bassist Mikey Way, who reassured the fans that the band's reunion will continue once the health crisis is passed. He says, quote, I know fans have been waiting a long time, but it'll all still be there when all this is over. It's easy for me to say we had a plan, but everyone had a plan. You know what I mean? End quote. Yeah, I hear you, man. Everybody had a plan. We just got to put this stuff on the back burner, unfortunately. Hey, Chris, what's up? You know what, Charles? Don't even go there. Not without my coffee. Oh, wow, Chris. What happened to your ever-so-polite and upbeat demeanor? Shove it up your ass, Charles. Your big, fat, ugly, pompous, face-hole jerk, ugh, turpentine mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chris, you know what, buddy? I know what you need. What's that, potato breath? Guilt? Reach right into my sack. Right there. Oh, oh Yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Pull out the can. What in the ninth level is this? It's a cold, refreshing can of a little something called ball jack. They're a vitalizing energy drink that'll kickstart your day with a little something called pizzazz. Pizzazz? Yeah, otherwise known as a combination of yellow 5-6 and a little known and regulated yellow number 16. All good things. Drink up! Hey, I feel better already. Of course you do, because Ball Jack is the key to morning success. With a patented blend of caffeine, taurine, ginkgo biloba, and actual tears, you'll punch the day in the face and get pumped up like you swallowed jet fuel. Well, is it good for you? Define good. And Ball Jack is full of a little something we all know and love called energy crystals. Oh, energy crystals. Like sugar? Sure. It's your party, Chris. So what do you say to life now? 
Look out, Betty. I'm jam-packed full of pizzazz. Woo! Good. Go get him, Buster, and watch out for cops. Huh? Balljack, located at most retail chicken feed stores. Uh, looks like Bullet For My Valentine, though, is working on a brutal new album, according to frontman Matt Tuck, spoken, uh, speaking with Rock Sound Magazine. He says, quote, there are seven songs done, I think. They are finished in my eyes anyway. Vocals and everything demoed up and ready to go, so it's good. We've got a head start. As for the sound of the material, he says, quote, it's pretty brutal, to be honest. I don't know why. You just got to go with what you want to go with. As a band, as a musician, as a songwriter, you just got to go with what's floating your boat. And this time around, the heavy stuff is just coming out in masses. The riffs are crushing. So there you go. New bullet for my Valentine on the way. It sounds promising. Uh, this was interesting. Uh, I didn't expect to see this story this week. Stabbing Westward will be making their first full-length album in over 20 years. And it's going to be called Wasteland. Uh, it's their first uh, album in over, I think it's 21 years. The news follows the early 2020 release of the band's comeback EP, Dead and Gone. So they released a couple songs. No word if that's going to be included on this new album. But apparently, they've teamed up with producer John Fryer, who helmed the band's early albums, Ungod and Wither, Blister, Burn and Peel. Two of Stabbing Westward's definitely their biggest albums. So that's pretty cool. Frontman from Stabbing Westward, uh, Christopher Hall, said, quote, I was so excited to have the opportunity to go back to the very roots of Stabbing Westward by working with John again. Even though this is our fifth full length after such a long break, it feels like a new beginning and it's very cool to have John at the helm once again. So that sounds cool. Stabbing Westward coming out with a new album. All right, this was an interesting story. Sammy Hagar foresees a five-man Van Halen tour. What's all that about? So, <coughs> excuse me. Sammy Hagar says on this article... Um, what is this? Who, who is he talking with? Uh, Rolling Stone. Okay, so he's talking with Rolling Stone here. He says, <clears throat> quote, If Dave wants to come out together, we can do that, but of course he wouldn't want to do that, so I couldn't care less if I even saw the guy. But I foresee it happening. I'm not trying to plant a seed like I know something is happening. I know nothing. I just know in my heart and my head that which is going to happen, whether that's Sam or Dave or not, I don't know that either, but I know that Eddie and I are not done. If enough water goes under that bridge before we die, it'll happen. It has to. God is going to slap us both around if he has to. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, he went on to say uh, the extent of Eddie Van Halen's um, problems and different things going on. Hagar did say, quote, Eddie had a lot of health issues, but I heard he got it together. I pray for the guy, and I love the guy. Regarding Van Halen, he said, quote, until Ed or Alex Van Halen die, they're not finished. Those are the two great musicians that can friggin' do as much as most people at half-mast. As a drummer and as a guitarist, creative person, Eddie, I can't see them ever being finished. I wish they were more active, but I think Van Halen will never be finished. So there you go. Um, that's an interesting quote there from Sammy. It's He loves those guys. I mean, he, I feel so bad for Sammy and Michael Anthony, but uh, you could tell he's chomping at the bit. He knows that would be a very lucrative tour if they could just get their shit together. And do, yeah, like, I mean, do half the show Sammy, half the show David Lee Roth, you know? Who cares? New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. 
Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster, leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as hamburger man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tedley Sweeney do as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberback as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. Unfortunately, we got to end our rock news with a sad note as Iron Maiden singer Bruce Dickinson's estranged second wife, Patty Bowden, has died this week. She was found dead by two ambulance crews on Monday morning, May 18th, at the home she and Dickinson once shared in West London. Dickinson said in a statement, quote, This is a terrible tragedy, which appears to be a tragic accident. We won't be making any further comment at this hugely difficult and painful time for our family. They were married in 1990 after two years of dating, shared three children. Uh, They split up in 2018, but announced their separation last November. There you go. Very sad. All right, so let's switch gears to some better news, some, some fun stuff on this week in music history trivia, guys. Set your way back machine to on this day, well, on this week, May 22nd in 1965, the FBI agents get a tip and visit the Wand Records offices to investigate the lyrics to the song, what song? Which song was it? Was it A, Incense and Peppermints, B, Lucille, or C, Louie Louie? What song did the FBI investigate in 1965? It was Louie Louie. That's right. So apparently in 1964, an outraged parent wrote to Robert F. Kennedy at the time. He was the attorney general, alleging that the lyrics of Louie Louie were obscene. The FBI investigated the complaint in June 1965. The FBI laboratory obtained a copy of the Kingsman recording and after 31 months of investigation, concluded that it could not be interpreted, that it was unintelligible at any speed, and therefore the Bureau could not find that the recording was obscene. That's crazy. I mean, they were investigating this for 31 months, trying to think that it said some kind of subliminal thing, or I don't know, man. I mean, the lyrics are pretty straightforward. I don't know what they were searching for. All right, also on this week in music history trivia, on this week in 2000, 
Three ex-members of this band are awarded approximately $220,000 in damages after a San Francisco jury finds that the former frontman failed to pay them back royalties or promote their catalog properly. Was it A, Judas Priest, B, Dead Kennedys, or C, Guns N' Roses? Which frontman did not pay them those royalties? It was Jello Biafra with the Dead Kennedys, unfortunately, man. That was a sad ending to that great band. All right, uh, some movie TV entertainment news this week. The second season of Umbrella Academy, which was produced by My Chemical Romance singer Gerard Way, will premiere on July 31st on Netflix. So check that out. There was also a really cool trailer from Spike Lee that was dropped. It's called The Five Bloods, starring Chadwick Boseman and Delroy Lindo. follows African-American Vietnam vets who return to find the remains of their squad leader. It's re- It looks really, really good. I just got goosebumps talking about it. June 12th, it's coming out on Netflix, so check that out. HBO Max, uh, they are unveiling some of its full list of titles, but also they are going to be including Warner Brothers Classics, Criterion Collection titles, and licensed classics from third-party studios. The thing that got my attention was that Criterion Collection titles. I looked on the list that they have, and it is very impressive. There's over 400 titles in the Criterion list, and it looks like they got about 100 of them, and that's pretty awesome. HBO is set to launch with more than 700 movies. Make sure you guys check that out. I can't wait. HBO Max, that's going to be awesome. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls cause all i see is it's filtered with baleen real krill bursting out of everything krill reserve yar it's made from stuff found in the sea krill reserve uh some more movie tv entertainment news did you hear this about ryan seacrest people were speculating whether he had a stroke or not um on sunday night they did the winner for american idol it was samantha just sam diaz she was the one that won american idol but there was this scene where ryan seacrest was talking and his eye was like kind of closed on one side and the other eye was kind of like bugged out and people were like have i never noticed this before did ryan have a stroke and uh the rep said no that he didn't he says but like many people right now ryan is adjusting to the new normal and finding work-home balance with the added stress of having to put on live shows from home. So does it sounds like he is stressed out. Hopefully that didn't lead to any kind of a stroke. Uh, good news for college seniors and graduates. You can get a dozen free donuts for graduation for Krispy Kreme through Tuesday. All you got to do is go down to a Krispy Kreme and get their 2020 graduate dozen. You can get them for free. All you got to do is wear a 2020 class ring, a letter jacket, a senior cap and gown with the tassel, class of 2020 apparel a graduating announcement or anything that basically says you graduate go in there and get your free donuts (laughs) this was crazy around the world korean soccer team apologizes for sex dolls in the stands you know some people are putting like cutouts cardboard people and stuff like that well this korean soccer team put a bunch of these sex dolls in the audience and people started it went viral and everybody's you know backlashing against them they had to apologize for it pretty crazy um All right, Weekly WTF, company creates mechanical face mask to allow wearers to eat without taking it off. It looks so creepy. It's like something out of your nightmares. 
Uh, this Israeli company has uh, created a mechanical face mask that will allow the wearer to open it and close the mouth in order to eat food without having to remo uh, remove it. It looks so gross, this video of this guy doing this, man. I hope that's not what we're coming to. But that does it for me this week, guys. Hopefully it filled you in on all the latest rock news and more. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up on nine different platforms, thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. Stay safe out there, guys. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.